So thanks for joining me. This is episode two. The primary topic that we're going to be covering today is how to be yourself. And that's being yourself with no external influences. If you can sit in a room alone by yourself in your own thoughts, that's who you actually are. And it's very hard to portray that person externally. So there is this great um, reel on Instagram that I listened to the other day. And in short, the typical person who's walking around with the microphone and shoving it in people's faces walks up to this dude and he's like, how old are you? And the dude says, I'm 40 years old. And he was like, how does it feel to be 40? And the man response really blew my mind. He said, I don't even think about that. I don't think about age as a number to scale where I'm at in life. He was like, because when you start to scale your life like that, you think you'll never be at the point of success that you're supposed to be at this time. It doesn't matter what age you are. You get stuck at having to meet these achievements at certain type of checkpoints in your life. When you're 30, you're supposed to be stable and everything like that. And then when you're not, all it does is let you down. You're adding more stressors to your life. This is the helicopter theory. If there was a helicopter flying directly in front of you, there's no way to imagine or ignore the fact that there's a helicopter flying directly in front of you. But if you were in the same spot, you're not just sitting there imagining that there isn't a helicopter there. So why would you spend your time imagining that something bad is going to happen when it's not there? Stop making up things that aren't real because the only way to experience them is experiencing the real thing. You're bringing in bad negative energy into your life that isn't important. Why would you want to do that? You're, it's okay to just be and just live today and live however it makes you feel. You don't have to be a certain age. You don't have to achieve anything. You have to do what makes you happy. So there's this phenomenal quote that I read and I think this pulls into being yourself because there's a lot of times in my life where people have called me narcissistic and I won't combat with that because now that I've read this quote just in this reference I agree with them but I never thought about it from this perspective so Brene Brown phenomenal phenomenal lady she is a fucking genius just simple as that um, she said narcissism is not self-love is grandiosity driven by high performance and self-hatred. So to relate to myself, there's so much achievement that I've accomplished in my life through the military, through different schools, through um, educational achievement, through college football. I've done a number of things that large communities, a large number of the population will never have the opportunity to do. But the reason why is because my grandiosity driven by high performance made me hate my fucking self. Everything that I was doing with my life was not because I wanted to do it, it was because I was trying to prove to everybody else that I could do it. If you think very, very hard about your childhood and think about who you are today, you can pinpoint every single thing that's a flaw, and I'm not necessarily saying that they're flaws, but you can pinpoint every single thing that's a flaw based upon something that happened in your childhood. So when I look at this, I was a phenomenal high school football player. Um, I did not go to classes. I didn't have to do anything. I kind of just had the world handed to me. And it built up my sense of entitlement. And it's not, I don't think anybody is ever like just deliberately self-entitled. It happens because of the influence of an external society. So when you think about this, you don't, 
choose who you become, you become what chooses you. When I was a kid and I was playing football, my dad always said, you have to get a scholarship to go play football somewhere so we don't have to pay for you to go to college. And that's what I did. But when I started to get into high school and started to, you know, have a conscious mind and explore some real ideas, I loved art. I loved music. I loved rock music and I couldn't listen to it around my dad because he said, that's white people shit. My high performance made me fucking hate myself because I never pursued what I wanted to do. The artistic field for me when I was younger was I really loved arts. I loved drawing, I loved painting, I loved doing all that stuff, but I never pursued it because I was chasing someone else's dream. And if it isn't evident at this point, I've been through a number of things in my life. I've been in jail more than 10 times. I've had my ups and downs, but it is what it is. And I don't think, it, there's a lot of shit that I would change, but I know I can't change it. And I think it's weak for people that say, if I can go back, I wouldn't change anything. Because if you wouldn't change anything, then your future's not gonna change and you're just gonna continue doing the same shit you always do. Because as I said in the introduction, your past is the blueprint for your future. It's already sitting there for you. You can keep following the designs that are on the page, but you're just gonna keep getting the same outcome. If you want to change your future, you have to change the blueprint. One of the phrases that I wrote down, and I read this at a later date, and it kind of like, by like, it, it's, it's interesting. I'll just read it and I'll explain it. But when I was being crazy, I refused to live for myself. I was never really suicidal, but if I died, it wouldn't really matter. So now I wake up every day and I try to love myself because a God himself or herself, because that's sexist, couldn't even help me. And without fighting within, nothing would have changed. And that's like a major thing to me. I think so many people put reliance on, again, external influences to bring them happiness. And with some of the rehabilitation programs and all of the resources that I've had to use, everybody says, oh, you should go to AA, you should go to AA. Well, I've went to AA. And the religious overtones rub me so wrong that I can't sit there and actually agree with anything that's being said. Even if they said two plus two is four, I'm like, no, it's not because religion's not real. And so for me, I had to find a different way to do this. And frankly, <laughs> my track record isn't the strongest, but I'm gonna try um, to change my blueprint essentially. And that's kind of what I'm going with. But the fight from within is what's important to me. My mom always says I had a judge telling me that I'm a harm or a danger to the community. And my mom said to me, I don't know why the judge said that because you're not a danger to anybody but yourself. And I think that's a double-edged sword because if you break that down in a positive message, I'm only a danger to myself, but I'm, only, I'm the only person who could change me. Nobody else can do it. Someone tries to help me out, they try to bail me out, they try to send me to rehab, they try to do any of these things, they, they want that for me. But if I don't want it for myself, I can't get it. And this is such common knowledge, but it's, it's the truth of the matter. And so if you're stuck in this rut where the external influences aren't helping you, you have to dig deeper to find within because you're never gonna fix it if you don't actively try to change things. The flaw of the unhealthy mind is it is so used to being sick that it's afraid to be healthy. And this shit hits me so fucking hard. And if this connects with you, we're very, very similar as people. How many times 
are things going really good. And you get that little voice in your head that says, I don't want peace. I want problems, always. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's so interesting because it's the subconscious. You don't even actively know you're doing it until you look at your track record. But if you really take a deep dive into your own self, you will start to see if you're a self-sabotaging person, follow the patterns because they're there. And like me, I can't remember anything. And I don't mean that in like a, a jokey joke type way. I've had a number. I've had over 30 concussions. I've been knocked out cold six times. I've been in a coma for a long period of time. I really can't remember anything. It's very scary for me. It's a whole CT conversation, but we'll talk about that at a different time. But it's so fucking scary to not remember things. So I carry a notepad around and I write shit down all day long just to kind of remember and, and do that. My Instagram isn't for anybody else. It's a journal for myself to click and see a picture and fall right back into that minute that it happened. But otherwise I can't remember anything. And so, I just encourage you to document and follow the patterns of your life because it's a crucial element to figuring out how you can actually implement real change. So my next topic of discussion is there are three things that people experience, anger, resentment, and fear. And these are people dealing with addiction or anything that's traumatic or any type of issues like that, um, you know, deaths that are close and everything. But the anger is you didn't get your way in the past. The resentment is I am not getting my way in the present. And the fear is, I am not getting my way in the future, or I might not get my way in the future. And I think these are interesting things to talk about because these are all negative emotions, but they can also be a driving force for you to understand that you're feeling and experiencing emotions that everybody feels. Some people just deal with them better. And if they're capable of doing that, so are you. The mind is a crazy thing because we all have the same mind but we all don't have the same physical stature. And those are the differentials. So if we can look at the actual mind and how people interact with things, you have an example right in front of you. Guess what? If you're five foot five, you're probably not gonna be able to dunk a basketball. But your brain is the same brain that Albert Einstein has. It's just somehow he utilized this machine and that um, motherboard to come up with better ideas and I'm not certain I can't tell you why this is more scientific and medical than I actually have the knowledge to speak about but we are all the same in that aspect so listen to other people don't get so fucking caught up in you know your own your own ways that you let it get in in front of other people being able to help you and that's whole that's the whole point of this podcast the biggest thing is when people see your life change, people are going to help you. You think they're watching to see if you're sober, but they're not. They're watching to see if your attitude changed. And that's such a deep thing because it's like when a kid does something wrong and you're like, what'd you do? Or your dog does something wrong. You're like, what'd you do? And they like fucking duck their head down and try to hide. You can see it. You see right through the bullshit. And it's like, if you actually actively change, people will see it. People will notice and watch and want to help. If you get a flat tire or your car breaks down in the middle of the road and someone gets out and helps you, I bet you four more people get out and help you. It's like that law of attraction, you know? Good attracts good, bad attracts bad, and misery loves company. As a black man, it's so hard to understand 
so many different topics of being yourself, experiencing society, and it's a whole nother layer that I don't think people understand. And if you want to have a personal conversation with me about it, we can. I can't really dig that far into it. But the best example that I could think of about this is at some point in time, I remember people saying after the Karate Kid, Jaden Smith this, Jaden Smith that. And the interesting thing, I don't know who said this. I think my brother told me this, but he said that people in black people specifically and white people but i think this relates to basically everybody think jaden smith is crazy or this weird ass person because they've never seen what it's like to see a free black person and kanye is bad news at the moment whatever we still love his music stop fucking fronting like some of the shit he says doesn't have any value in it but that's freedom he can do and say whatever he wants. He can experience it. And the, the, the perspective that you have to look into it is people get so mad at Kanye for doing all this shit. We got people in politics who do this. And they're white people. And we don't fucking critique them. So don't get on your high horse and start critiquing somebody who said something racist when the whole country was formed off of racism. And sorry I'm getting too political and argumentative at the moment but there's a whole different realm of experience that white people have that black people don't understand yet and it's freedom and my pursuit of being myself i think a lot of people find joy that pure like internal joy from leisure and just wanting to be able to explore different cultures, different places of the world, different things that make you see certain types of achievement in places, big houses in Beverly Hills, the mountains in Colorado, this this leisure is a form of expression and it allows you to be yourself because you can find yourself because you might not be living where you're meant to be at. Leisure is the path to sanctity because if you can't have leisure, you just continue building up stressors. And if you're stressed out all the time, you can never truly be yourself. Because if you live in poverty, guess what you never have? You never get to achieve leisure. You never get to see different parts of the world that change your mind, that change perspectives. And when you don't do that and you work a nine to five and you never get to travel or anything like that, you get stressed out. Stress leads to, you know, thousands of different things but it increases crime this is statistical i'm not going to look it up but i know it's the fact but it increases all of this and you get these people stuck in these communities and some people will talk down on black people and like i know some really hood black people who i don't understand what the fuck they're saying so i get it there's a there's a language barrier there's a demographic barrier there's a there's a like just an entire barrier between us as well but you have to understand who the person is but I guess I'm getting a little off topic, but it's still, it's important to think about it. If you don't have leisure, then you, you can't, you can't really even be yourself. And so just looking at the realm of people, just take that into consideration the next time you try to look down on somebody because they're experiencing the world in a different way because they don't have the privilege that you have. And just to tie this all together for my last topic, I'm going to use another Brene Brown uh, quote. I don't know it directly. This is just something that somebody told me at some point in time. But it's called the Delta Variant or the Delta Wave or something like that. I could look it up. I'm sitting right in front of my computer. But it's called the Delta Variant. Let's just call it that. And it's like you see somebody down in a hole. You can either look down and tell them to get out of the hole. Or you can tell them to dig deeper into the hole. Or 
you can get down in the hole with them and experience what they're experiencing and then either dig deeper with them or help them get out of the hole. And this is a perspective that's a two-person perspective, but I think if you look at this with a self-sabotaging personality, an addictive personality, even a healthy mind still does things that puts you into a hole. And if you would have just chose to get out, you can, but you have a split. Uh, not everybody has an inner voice, so that's not going to work, but you have a split mind in a certain sense because if you have an inner voice sometimes it questions you and your inner voice is putting you inside of a hole even though you know that you don't need to be in that hole and if you let it keep digging one day you're gonna fucking wake up and be like how the fuck did I get here and I experienced that rock bottom point in my life where I was like damn every single day I'm drinking I'm doing this I'm doing all that and it's fun it's fun it's fun until it's not fun and don't let yourself dig yourself into a hole that you're going to fall into. Um, it's important to <laughs> practice self-care to prevent some of this shit. So the ultimate message is, in order to become yourself, be observing of your negative tendencies and your positive tendencies. Now, I don't respect laws. I don't respect religion. Um, but I do respect morality, but I think that that is not ethics, morality. I think morality is a personal perspective on good and bad. So I'm going to touch on this next week's episode because I think this is a very deep talk topic that I can talk about for a pretty long time. Um, but when trying to be yourself without external influence, don't let yourself collapse like a black hole like don't be that star that collapses because you can't seek external validation you need some resources to be able to help you out and reach out when you need it but at the same time use yourself to find your happiness otherwise you'll never be happy and one day you'll wake up and be like how the fuck did I get here so if you're a person that is having trouble being themselves Find external resources, get medical professional help, do whatever you need to, reconnect with your family, find a new group of friends, move across the country, do whatever you need to, to help you really, really delve into your personality. I encourage you going into the middle of the woods and just experiencing time with yourself. But if you're a person who's too self-absorbed, you need to get out of that and try to figure out how to connect more with people. So use this for what it's worth. I hope this was valuable. If anybody would like to get on the podcast and have a conversation about this, I would gladly have someone on. So next week we'll do morality. And then you can figure out exactly why I am a bad man. Please take a minute to like and subscribe. I hate to do this podcaster pitch, but it would be tight if I can get paid from this one day. So thanks.